Many of the stories in this series contain difficult subjects and traumatic events. Listener discretion advised. First story of the evening was from Bev, who runs an organisation called Helping Hands. Helping Hands supports communities on the streets, with Bev and her team delivering food and necessities to the local community. What I found particularly interesting about working with Bev was that she didn't automatically make a relationship with herself and her story as a political story, but only through conversation and many, many, many Costa Coffees, we worked with Bev to develop what became an ownership, not just of her story, but of herself and herself as a political body. Open your ears and listen to Bev's story. you're coming here to listen to my story. However, this is a Zumba class, so off we go. (laughs) Nope, I've left my green leotard at home, so I'm gonna have to tell you my story. Performing here in front of you tonight is totally out of my comfort zone. We had a meet up before we all ventured on this journey together and I didn't know a soul, so I felt out of my depth, overwhelmed. Was I good enough? Was I political enough? My name is Bev, and I'm the founder of Helping Hands in Portsmouth. I was born to stand out, not blend in. We work with the homeless. We offer three breakfasts a week and a Sunday evening meal. The first person we met told us to fuck off. I said, oh. Did you want two sugars in your coffee then, love? (laughs) I thought I could save the world. I've always done caring jobs in the community, working with adults, working with children with learning difficulties. I even set a lesbian mothers group up in Bristol, which has really helped me to do the work I do with Helping Hands. I always treat them with love, respect and compassion. A lot of them call me mum and I really don't take this lightly. As when I was young, very young, only seven, my mum left. We told she'd gone to the laundry. Well, she must have used vanished because she didn't come back. (laughs) So I'm really blessed that they think of me so highly that they call me mum. I've always been a bit of a rebel, has to be said. I went to a kissing once in London with my wife, and this hand came into my collar and said, No, Bev, you only kiss your own wife. (laughs) Um, So lots of these experiences enabled me to work with Helping Hands. We have happy times and we've had some sad times. We had one young lad who had a dog. And on an outreach on a Sunday evening, lots of youngsters came along screaming and shouting at him, saying it was their dog and they wanted him back. Unfortunately, the lad's got a brain injury and didn't know what to do. So he ran off in Tesco's. So I followed him and uh, tried to calm him down, tried to speak to him. And um, the security guard came over and said, you can't come in here, love. You can't stay here. I'm going to have to remove you. To which I answered, have you got a JCB then? (laughs) Anyway, the police came and all was well. And it was his dog and the story ended lovely. Another thing in Tesco's, we had the young woman who had been beaten by her partner on the streets. So we needed to help her get cleaned up and sort herself out. So we went to Tesco's again. 
um, and the security guard said again, which was different Tesco's, but it's the same. Sorry, no, you can't come in here. So my colleague got her, her bank card out and went, CID. <laughs> to which the security guard said, come through, please come through. And we went through, got her cleaned up and it was able to make a few phone calls and get her off the streets. So that was a good thing. But we have had sad times. We had a funeral once of a guy who died on the streets. It was very sad. Um, and we were going to the funeral. And um, one of the women said, can we come in your car? We said, yeah, of course you can. Come on. We'll take you. So on the way, she said, could we stop at the garage? We were nearly at the creme. Can we stop at the garage? I said, yeah, of course. So she, off she went into the garage. She came out with enough flowers in her arms to start her own florist. Gets in the car and says, drive, drive, drive. <laughs> I don't think she paid for those flowers. <laughs> so, yes, I'm street mum. But I'm also a rebel, a carer, an advocate. I've realised doing HH that, no, I can't save the world. But what I can do is walk beside somebody to enable them to save theirs. This is my politics, and I am amazing. Thank you. And that was spoke. Oh, sorry. Let me do it again. This is the wrong me first. Yeah, you go okay. first. And that was best. Oh, God, I've got my list. <laughs> I can't God. say it. Be the. Do you want to do it? Because I can't, I got a lisp it. And that was Bev's story. I, I had the pleasure of catching up with Bev actually not long after we sort of wrapped uh, the shows. And it was lovely to hear how much Bev had enjoyed being part of the project and telling her story and starting to recognise herself in a different light. Um, but Bev's also, again, caught up with you recently and let us have a few of her own words to tell us what it meant to take part. So, again, these are Bev's words. Being part of Opal Nights was an amazing opportunity, but I felt, hell no, Bev, you can't do that. It's totally out of your comfort zone. But after a bit of thought, I felt, come on, Bev, you can do it. I was quiet and shy at first, which is like me, but I soon found my voice and gained a newfound confidence working with Josh. Josh was amazing. They were kind, gentle, helped me put together my story and always had faith in me. I loved being on stage and doing my story. Sometimes I don't get noticed for HH, but for being on the stage, thanks so much for the opportunity. I think that kind of sums it up for me with Bev that actually she does so much for people in the community and it often sort of goes unseen. She doesn't take the limelight very often and allow herself to be recognised, celebrated for what she puts out and for those people that do call her mum. And I think this was a really gorgeous opportunity to see Bev take the stage and right at the beginning, I don't think she believed she was funny and then she learned to trust herself and drop those little funny moments into that story. And I just think seeing her confidence grow and seeing her do that, it was just gorgeous. Yeah, and like when we were working on the story, she kept coming up to me and being like, oh, I've thought of this joke I'm gonna say, or I've thought of this. And it ended up her adding like almost stand up to it. And it was a perfect way to open the show, the Zumba 
was <laughs> so, so funny. And she had a little dance with her feather bow and hat that went alongside it, which, I mean, I felt like I wanted to go do Zumba if Bev was doing it. Like, <laughs> I was well up for it. Very much it's so. very much that. And she's just so funny. And she tells you a story and you're engaged and you want to hear more about her life. I also really love working with Bev because we still go for coffee now. All those coffees, we still go to the same Costa coffee every now and then and we have a skinny latte and a note latte and we just natter away for a good hour. Um, so I think, yeah, catching up with Bev is definitely one of the highlights of my week. <laughs> 